Welcome to the after show. The after show. The after show. This after show is about RRR, Rise, Roar, Revolt, which is an epic action drama film directed by S.S. Rajamoli, who wrote the film with V. Vijayendra uh, Prasad. Prasad is Rajamouli's father, which I thought was really interesting. That's they, cool. they wrote it together. And this is a work of Telugu cinema in the Telugu language, sometimes referred to as Tollywood. Yeah. Uh, another fun fact about this movie before we really get into the, the fun part of it is it was made on a budget of, I don't know, uh, it's 500, 550 uh, crore, which is essentially six, $69 million United, in the United States. Uh, RRR is the most expensive film ever made in India to date. And it grossed $160 million worldwide. I'm going to say right now. There's no way it looks like a sixty-nine million dollar no, movie. I no, have no. seen I have seen sixty-nine million dollar American movies. Don't look as good. That don't look no. near. That aren't as nearly as much fun. Yeah. No. Yeah. So we're gonna do this in a format that I used to do a podcast called "Why We Like This on," which is everybody's gonna get to say things that they really liked about this movie and sure. why they liked it, why it meant so much to yep. them. Because I I'm very excited about it too. I am too. This is a great great um, movie. And we will do one point each at a time. So if you have a second point. Just do the first one, then we'll come back around. Again. Gotcha. Right. Uh, we'll start with you, Phil. Tell me about it. I'm going to do the most obvious one, uh, just because if you've seen the movie or you've seen any of the trailers, it's worth just covering right now. Yeah, we're not going to necessarily tell you the plot. Like, oh. there's going to be spoilers and stuff in this, yeah. but sure. you should just go watch the movie. It's it's an action flick. It's it's a bromance story, all that good stuff. Yeah. Right? The action sequences of this movie are just amazing. Mm-hmm. You will see again. No spoilers. You will see an action sequence. Well, you can that- spoil it. You'll see an action sequence in the opening of the movie where you'll be like, that was amazing. And you have only been in the movie for 45 minutes. Like this is a three hour movie and the sequences, the action sequences do not let up. There are several points in the movie where there are big action sequences and every one of them is like Avengers quality action sequence. And creative. Creative. And super creative. Yeah. Yeah. And super creative in the action, the cinematography, the like, ideology behind the sequence. Yeah. yeah. The, the imagery, like it just, every part of it is, yeah. it is so visually entertaining, creating exceptional drama within them. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It is. It, it's a masterwork mm-hmm. in every one of them. If you just sit and watch the scene, they're completely brilliant in how they're put together and unbelievable and unbelievably entertaining. Oh yes. I, just remember watching them and was like, every one of them, I was sitting there going, Ooh. this is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I am so thrilled we decided to watch this movie. And that's not even talking about the story, which I'm not even covering in this in this like point, because the story's chef's kiss yeah. good. So I'm just going to say it here. Action sequences. If, if, if you get nothing else, like if you're just like, I like action movies, watch this movie. It's yes. so good. Yes. Bob, what's your first point? So what what I wanted to highlight was the, unlike a lot of uh, American Hollywood stuff, um, it, it depends on what you're, what you're watching and what you're looking at. But to me, it felt like they went completely unapologetic on the bromance. Like these two guys became best friends and they had like this unconditional bromance love for each other where like they would do anything for each other mm-hmm. and they didn't, they didn't cut corners on it. They didn't try to 
like tone it down. They just leaned in and said, these two guys love each other and you, you don't get a lot of it, in my opinion, right? Um, so they, and I just owned. Um, it's okay. There's a big difference between one um and 50. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just the way that they approached it felt to me very uh, refreshing hmm? compared and, to a lot of other media. And they invest in like the first act of the movie. They invest some Absolutely. some good time in building it. Mm-hmm. They took a lot of time just to establish those two characters before they even um, yeah. met, had them meet. I mean, they did a real nice job. And, and you understand why they're friends. They built not just that there is this bromance going, but you can see why they would have the bromance they're having which makes act two of the movie so much more interesting. Mm. Sorry, Bob, what were you saying? No, that, that's, I, I was inviting additional commentary on that. Absolutely. All right, Jerry. Mine is just set off, set up and pay off. This movie has a lot of scenes. It's a three and a half hour movie. And some of these scenes develop and show the characters' personalities. And then later on, there's a payoff when the characters use those connections and actions to overcome obstacles. Um, they establish early on during the bromance, that there's this whole piggyback ride thing. Um, early, oh yeah. <laughs> early, early, there, there's a point when they introduce one of the, the first time you see one of the characters, uh, beam is involved in trapping a predatory animal that goes kind of sideways from what he was looking for that exposes, um, the fact that he knows how to hunt predators, the fact that he's super strong and super resilient, like supernatural, superhumanly strong and super resilient. Um, these and, characters are superheroes and yeah, they're superheroes and that he has, um, uh, uh, not just incredible strength, but also resilience and stamina. They set these things up when they're less important to the plot so that when they become important to the plot later on, it doesn't seem out of place as the, um, as the stakes in the movie go on and they keep building on things. There are some things that happen in this movie that are over the top and Mm -hmm. and completely unrealistic, but because they've established early on what's going on, it makes sense when characters have strong emotional ties it makes sense why they do things. Um, not just physical reactions, but also plot devices and so on. Um, and they set them up in ways that are interesting to watch and view. You're not watching this going, oh, we're just seeing X, Y, and Z. There are some things that happen later on in the movie that when it happens, you're like, holy shit. And then you're like, wait a minute. And they established that earlier. There is an action sequence. I won't say exactly what happens in it, but there is an action sequence Um during a, a rescue attempt where something happens and these two will tell you, I was like, what the fuck did we just see? Oh shit. That's why they did that. And it was, it's an incredible sequence. It's a lot of fun. And they set it all up. And when it happens, you don't see it coming. And then it occurs and you're like, Oh shit, they set this all up. And I love that feeling. Um, and it's, they do that a lot in the movie. Chris. All right. Um, I'm going to try to make this first point without spoiling anything, because then when we do our second points, we'll turn the spoiler warnings on so we can talk about whatever we want. Yeah. There's a story with the main character, uh, Rama uh, and Sita, and Rama, who has uh, who has some things that go on in their past, his past, that set up a lot of the stuff. And to me, it is a perfect use of flashback in movie mm-hmm. because the flashback explains a bunch of things that have already happened and then sets up a bunch of things that are going to happen in the next, uh, next bit mm-hmm. about his ideology, what he believes in and what's actually going on. Because for a while I'm like, why is like, I thought they were they're Like I was confused because I'm trying not to spoil stuff. So I can't sure. say the things that I want to say. Yeah. Things happen. Stuff goes down, which Phil will explain when he talks about the song at the opening of the movie, which mm. explains the entire movie, which is yep. great because it 
it's not a thriller. It doesn't make you guess. It just lets you go do the thing. Enjoy what's going on. But that that use of flashback and the way that they use flashback in this movie is pretty perfect, especially for that particular character. Mm-hmm. They, they do a really good job of using that flashback to recontextualize things. Yes, they recontextualize and then use it to pay off the next scenes. Yeah, because yeah. there's a I'm with you. There's a moment where you're like, I'm confused about why, like, I'm confused about why there's a tension here. Like, I don't understand. These two should like, like, there shouldn't be anything here. And then they show you the flashback. You're like, oh. Yes, right. you know, and, and and just to, to jump back a little, part of what the the storytellers do in this is they give you enough that when something like that is confusing, you trust them enough to know that the things you're confused about will be explained. Nothing is going on in this movie that is accidental, and that's really important because when things happen, you trust the storytellers mm-hmm. to explain it later on. So you're willing to sit through and wait for that flashback and see it when it comes well, out. T- t- I won't spoil anything too yeah. much here, but Rama. His goal, or Ram, his name's Rama, um, they w- he wants to get to become a special officer. Yes, that yes. is his, you find that out super early on in the movie. It is his story arc going forward, but you never find out why. Uh, yeah, until later. Until later, mm-hmm. until these flashbacks start hitting. And they explain what's going on, which, like Phil said, recontextualizes. But like you said, yeah. you trust them because that question is so prominent in the movie and they haven't answered it yet, and you're sure they're going to answer It's going to explain everything that you want, which is why you feel like everything that's happening right now is okay, and we will be understanding what's happening soon. Because some of the... Uh, Rama and Beam are the two main characters in the bromance. Mm-hmm. Some of the actions Rama takes to become special officer seem to be contrary to the things that he shows when he's in his bromance with Beam. Mm-hmm. But you trust it because as a, you've seen that he wants to do this, and then the flashback occurs and it all makes sense. So here's a piece where we as Western audience have lose something when we're watching this, right? So these two characters are actually based on real life Indian revolutionaries. Yes. So for, for an audience that is, you know, for an Indian audience who's familiar with, with the stories of the actual revolutionaries, why, you know, Ram is like, so, you know, in the st- in the movie, so hell bent on becoming special officer, like because it seems like in the f- until you see the flashback, this is a career thing, and you're like, I-, I don't get it. Like, why is this guy like he's just he seems way nicer yeah, than he should be for just being like wanting to be like super cop. If we were like, more educated, we would get it. Yeah, <laughs> if if we had any background in the character, and so what's really like what's nice is without that background the the story holds all that up like yeah. and explains it all to you mm-hmm. so uh, you know it was good but there's an added piece like we just like we were missing um in it because it would be like literally like if captain america is like why is captain america like you know trying to be like you know head bad guy or something right and then because like, he's really a secret hydra agent no i'm just no. kidding Ooh, <laughs> anyway um it's really cool because the idea for this was a what if story what if these two met yeah what if these two met because yeah, they have the idea blanks in their history that overlap and that was the premise for the movie and it's yeah. just okay uh we're gonna turn the spoilers on because it's hard for me to talk about this without being spoilerific yeah. So if you have not seen this movie yet, go watch it. Come back and listen to the rest of yeah, this. Yeah, just stop Just here. go watch it. Thank yes, you for downloading. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you for, yep. for watching whatever, you, however you are consuming this. It's on Netflix right now, so definitely go watch it. Yeah. I'm on this. Spoilers are on. Uh, let's talk about our second points. And feel free to say whatever you want to say this time. Yep. 
my first one is the opening song. So about 45 minutes into the movie, after the bridge, after the amazing bridge action sequence (laughs) where they save the kid. Oh my God, it's so good. (laughs) Which you can just find on YouTube. If you need like any convincing to watch this movie, like you can just watch that scene, you'll be sold. And if you watch it, you haven't even ruined the movie for yourself. No, no, no. no. So what Netflix does that's really good, and I will say this in comparison to YouTube, is Netflix has subtitles for the opening that opening song. So mm-hmm. after they save the kid, there's this big um there's this big musical sequence. Not like a musical as everybody sings, but there's a montage with the with the song playing. And the montage is their their romance. It's right? the beginning of their it's, romance. It's the yeah, piggyback right. romance I mentioned. Yeah. yeah. So the thing about the song and I like this cuz I think this is in some ways very Shakespearean is the song just tells you the whole plot of the movie. Narrator just straight just up tells you what straight happens. out tells you the whole plot of the movie. And it doesn't ruin a thing about the movie. It's like, here are two men who should be brothers. And this one has a secret. And this one has a secret. And it's going to be disastrous when they find out. And they just tell you. There will be blood. Right. There will be blood. agony. And the whole time you're watching it, you know this. And you're like, oh boy, when is this going to happen? When is this going to happen? Like everything seems to be going really well. And then the party, right? And then the party happens and you're like, Oh, oh no. no, this is when it's like, you know, because the, the song told you yep. and now you're just like, it's been in your head the whole time. And as soon as the party sequence comes up, which is unto itself, I'll be talking about that next. An okay. amazing, yeah. Yeah. um, no, not that party. The, um, the party with the truck, the month the, what the fuck moment. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That <laughs> when that happens, you're like, Oh shit. Like everything they said in the song is true. It's going to happen right now. And at that point, if you pause for just a second and see where you are time-wise, you're going to be like, what the hell are they going to do with the rest of this movie? Yes, because <laughs> like, it's the midpoint of the it's movie. It's the mid... You're not, even, you're not even at the climax of this movie. And that sequence, it feels like the climax of a movie. It's actually a perfect three-act structure film. It is. You know? It's yeah. brilliant in that. Yeah. yeah, so anyway, what I really love about the opening song is that rather than like trying to hide the plot or, you know, obscure the plot. They're just like, you know what? Here's the whole plot of the movie right here in this kick-ass song, by the way. I've been going back on YouTube and just playing the song, <laughs> but YouTube does not have the subtitles yep. for the song. So it, it lacks because I can't read the words, but it's still amazing. But yeah, the, the opening song and actually all the music in this, um, all the music in this movie is great. And after you watch the movie on YouTube, they have videos of all of the songs with from the actual parts of the movie so you get to see like all of those pieces and uh so good i'm gonna stop all right bob before i hit my my point uh, i just want to make a comment about the subtitles because there is a very annoying thing that a lot of subtitles do when there is a different language you'll get something that says like singing in italian well, what are they saying in Italian? Right, yes, Translate yeah. that to English yeah, for me yes. so I know what the song is about. Yeah. And you get that there. Netflix yeah. does a really good job of, sub- of subtitling this movie. <laughs> they have to. They're getting slammed in the, in the streaming wars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah they got to they, they gotta, they gotta come out with something. I have to say, subtitles in Netflix, watch Stranger Things with subtitles. The subtitles for things like, you know, Eldritch, eldritch squishing noises. Moist tentacular slithering is that's great. That's a challenge yeah, for those great people. Like, they do a great job with those. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. So my, my second thing, and Chris, Chris mentioned it, the perfect three-act structure. Um, he's way more eloquent at those kind of things, plus he's been 
trained and all that. But for me, the pacing of this film mm -hmm. was so good. Now, we watched it in my place, yep. and we took breaks to use the bathroom. We're old men. Several times. Yep. <laughs> um, but even with the breaks, like it didn't feel like it was a three-hour movie when we no. were done with it. No. Like It clearly was, and since we took multiple breaks, it was like three and a half hours. Yep. But the way it's paced and the way it's structured is so good that you get into each of these bits, and like you said, you hit that one that one montage, that one action sequence, and you're like, oh, like it feels like we're, we're at the climax of a movie and you're not at the climax of this movie. Yeah. And the way that they dole out the information, as Jerry mentioned, you see things that you check off as piggyback ride. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then they pay the stuff off later. They did a masterful mm -hmm. job mm -hmm. of structuring them. Mm -hmm. Just amazing. Agree. All Jerry. right. Mine will be the dance. <gasps> the dance. One of the best, one of just the yeah. best parts of the movie. It now, is soft, bro. You and me. Now, people who, who are familiar at all with Bollywood movies know that Bollywood, and I assume Tollywood for the Telugu movies, um, are famous for their musical numbers. There are jokes on the internet about the fact that, like, there's a Superman movie where in the middle of the thing, Superman and female Spider-Man beat off bad guys and then stand there and do a dance together. Beat off bad guys? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> did he say that? Yes, yeah, they, he did. Yes, they do. Just check it. Is that what happens? Yes, it is, actually. See the movie? Never mind. Anyway. I'm confused. But so this is kind of a, as a matter of fact, as an American audience, oftentimes an American filmmakers want to make a movie about uh, something happening in Bollywood, you always see a dance number. Um, I mean, the Eternals. The Eternals is yes, a good example right. of this, yes. Yeah. Um, this movie has two musical, inter not just the overthink, but two points in the movie where there is a song and or a dance Can you going do that on. again? Because you stopped saying interlude and now it's all confusing. I'm not going to edit it. Okay. Um, this movie has two points in it where there is a... Um, stop. This movie has two points in it where there are musical uh, situations or interludes, um, not the narrating ones, but where music is part of the plot. Um, and the writer designs the plot so that neither one seems out of place. One is at a party, and there's a reason why there's music going on, there's a reason why there's dancing going on, and then they start dancing, and it is ridiculously good. And the second one is when one of the characters is singing a song as a way to uh, inspire the people oh, as he's getting tortured oh. as he's getting, well, I was going to say that I was going to, I was going to reveal that, but sure. As he's getting tortured, um, they are singing a song. That's very important. So there are two big musical numbers that involve the characters directly. They make sense. They don't seem out of place. The dance at the party, you can see coming, well, well, it's but it's so, it's so good. And, it it wor so and it's good. worked in so well. It is. It is. And it's part of it the plot. So much. It's not yeah. just a, it's, it's a dance off. Basically one of the characters gets insulted by the evil British or should I just say British? Um, and uh, is that just redundant? Um, <laughs> uh, to our Brit to our um, to our British patrons, um, we yeah. still love you. We still look, love you. Look, we're Americans. We did some really really messed up we, stuff. We, in our we, past we, there's no moral high ground for <laughs> no, us. Here. No, 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 no high ground. Uh, should we just say anyway? We're just gonna, we'll just leave it at that. So there becomes a dance between uh, British dancing and then the local dancing and. It's ridiculously good. Such a good scene. As the youth say, that local dancing slaps. Yes. Like, <laughs> it, it slaps. Uh, the choreography's hot, man. Oh, it's the choreography. Oh, 
the suspender part. The suspender yes. part's so good. Yes. Yeah. yes. And and that whole dance sequence tells a story. Yes, it does. It does. Yeah. Yes, it does. It, yes, it, it does. Do, it does a lot. Yeah. yeah. It does. It tells a story. It reveals something about characters. It reveals uh, connections between some of the. Uh, between some of the PCs and the NPCs. Uh, <laughs> it reinforces the bromance. Reinforces yep. the bromance. Yep. 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 Very uh, strongly. Yeah. Also, also foreshadows the conflict. Yes. Every it is a multifaceted event. There's a lot of depth let, into let, it. Let, let, me, let me touch on Bob's point real quick before I get into mine and Jerry's in this, yeah. in this case and yours. Yeah. Every action sequence or song sequence <laughs> is a pivotal moment in the movie that yep. reinforces or furthers the mm-hmm. important a plots of the story yeah. it, it, on purpose. Like yeah. this is on purpose directing, like all of our important moments are going to be these moments. And that's just what I was going to say that, that the director takes the point to put the story hooks in place so that when they occur, they're amazing. They're breathtaking. They're reasonable in the plot. And there's a reason why they're there. The movie would not, the movie and the story yeah. would not make as much sense without them. It's not just reasonable. It's they're important. Without they're important. them, the movie doesn't make yeah. sense. Yeah. There, yeah. There's also outside of the ones that you named, there is a, there's one more dance action sequence that closes out the movie. Yeah. That's a, that's the, that's the end credit. Yeah. But it's great. Oh, it is. It's, it's a fantastic. Yeah, it's it, nice. it, it is, but it's not part of the plot. No, no, no it's not part of the plot, yeah. but it, it like, but it, but it closes it out yes. and it pays homage to, all of the other revolutionaries mm-hmm. like they, there's a whole thing where they honor all the other revolutionaries yeah. that you know were part of of um that in you know that independence movement and it's also a huge dance sequence yes yes and and totally fun and it's like mm-hmm. such a great way like you you finish the story the story ends well and then there's this just great dance sequence and song that just wraps up the story oh sorry so so there's that torture scene's horrific. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I was uncomfortable until he started singing. And then when he started singing, I'm like, well then. There's yeah. some there's some Braveheart-like moments. I'm like, like, what's going on here? Like, I get it. And then I'm like, oh no, here it comes. Because these people are about to revolt because of this guy's song. And then when I see uh, Ram's face or Rama's face, I'm like, oh, I now I really understand. Like, this is what changes his mind about yeah. everything. Yep, yep. Like, he because you find out his father saw some the British do some bad stuff, and he was an exceptional rifleman, and he revolted. He, he deserted, took his rifle with him and a bunch of bullets, and he was going to teach a bunch of uh, Indian f- people how to fight mm-hmm. with with rifle. He was doing that. He was training them, and then they got murderized yeah. by the British. Yep. Although that man, that man took down and, and Rama because he's an ex- even as a kid was just like gifted. Load. Yep. Aim. Shoot. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> they killed so many of those British soldiers in that sequence where his dad dies. And that whole flashback is like a whole story. Yes. A whole story. <laughs> like, yes. like and it, it is like a whole complete story. Can you imagine how much inside the movie? And can you imagine how messed up he must be? Oh yeah. Because he watched his mom die, his brother yeah. die, and then he had to shoot his dad. Yeah. Yeah. Because his dad had oh. a bomb strapped to him, and that's how they 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 annihilated the two of them together with one rifle and a box of bullets. Annihilated a British battalion. Yes. Yeah, it was yep. it was epic. Yeah. It is epic. Yeah. It is t- it is epic is, is a really good word for a lot of things. Yeah. And that yeah. still isn't even the end of the movie. No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that's, that's that flashback that we're talking about before that yeah. makes so much sense. Because then it gets to the they betrayed each other, right? Like Beam got tortured because. Uh, what Christine and Buxton wanted him to kneel to them, and he wouldn't kneel. Would not. Would not kneel. No. 
and he used they were he was getting lashed, and then they pulled out the lash with the spikes Worst on lash. it. Oh, Christine, Christine's personal lash. Yeah, Christine's one. Who's this one? And yeah. and Brahma was the one doing the lash. And yeah. there's nothing redeemable about the bad guys. There's no, nothing like no, zero. Nothing things. redeemable. Who are who are Buxton? The main villain is Ray Stevenson. Yeah, from the Marvel Universe and from HBO's Rome. And Christine or Kathleen is the um, I can't remember the the actress's name, but she was the 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 Nazi female spy in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Oh, yes. so uh, the one who sleeps with both India Indiana spies. Interesting, that's I didn't her. recognize that's her. That's, her. that's cool. So they're 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 the two bad bad guys, and they play they they play it up oh. for full mustache twirling. So because of that, because of that sequence, Rama is like, I got to get beam free and beams purpose being here is because they took a small uh uh catherine and buxton took a small girl named molly from his tribe the they just wanted uh, her the gone tribe thank you they just took her just took her basically they pretended to pay two coins for her and took her like yeah and 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 ordered amanda hit her mom in the head yep yeah because wasting a bullet (laughs) yes i know the that's another plot line that goes through the entire thing anyways yeah (laughs) uh he's like i gotta let them go because i saw that a man not not guns. A man with heart and belief can really let people rise yeah. up against their oppressors. It's not about weapons. So he helps them escape and gets captured for it and turned traitor. And then... In another amazing action sequence. Yes, that was an amazing action <laughs> sequence. <laughs> also important because... Right, just... Because Beam knocks Rama out with a with a log. I thought he, was, I thought he killed him. Yeah. Because he thought that uh, he was trying to kill Molly when he really was trying to save him. Yep. Yeah. Well, by that point, their friendship has been betrayed. He, like Beam can't trust anybody. Yep. Like, and it's just, oh, just again, it just it plays and plays. Yep. And, yep. So Rama yep. gets so Rama gets captured, and then and then Sita, that's that's Rama's fiance, and they yep. grew up together. Meets Beam in the most unexpected accidentally. way. Accidentally, perfect. Accidentally perfect to me, I don't care. Yep. Doesn't just meet him. She hides him. Hides him from the British by saying that they got smallpox and in then, there. Yeah. Then she tells the story. Uh huh. And that's when. And that's when. Um, Beam's like, oh, I messed up. <laughs> and he's like, Well, what am I going to do? I have to be honorable. I'm going to go save him. So he breaks into prison, finds him in a in a in a solitary confinement cell, and there's like a hundred of them in the ground by banging on the ground. Yep. So they could hear each other, and finds him, rips the. No, no, he no, is superhuman. Super yeah, yes, yes, yes. yes. Rips the grate and rocks off the ground and carries him around on his shoulders because his knees are destroyed. Which they set up. Yeah. They set up. The piggyback ride. Piggyback yeah. ride. And he's like shooting people on his back. Double rifles. Gun, double rifles. <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Are you talking about the scene I'm thinking of? When he, when he like throws it down so he can like... Yeah, you know, tell. There's a there's a point where Rama shoots like the rifles, puts him down. Beam cocks both of the rails around, picks him back up, and shoots two more guys. I'm like, all right, like we're, we're <laughs> yeah, here now. A couple of times. Yeah, we're here. We're in, we're at this point in this in the story. And now. that isn't even the wildest. <laughs> oh, no, action no, is it the end of the movie? No, <laughs> that point where the romance reactivates. Yes, it it escalates the film to a whole yes. other level. Where the superhero aspects of these two characters yes. just shine. We can just talk about it now. I'm fine. Let's this go. Is, this is a movie. Let's be silly. This is a movie that Zhang Hu Hustle should review because this is a movie all about the Zhang Hu, about the fact that there are people acting at one level and that there's a layer of it's action true. and power. Yep. That and early in the movie, you see that both Rama and Beam. Are already at like Zhang yeah. Hu plus one. Yeah. By the middle of the movie, they're at Zhang Hu plus two. Uh-huh. Yes. And by the end of the movie, they're at Zhang Hu plus ten. Yeah. And it's an escalation. <laughs> plus 10. And, yeah. and, and, and it is. 
and it's it's all about if if you enjoy um some of the Asian martial arts films where the main characters kind of operate on a near supernatural level. If you have, this ev- is, it's, it's Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. If you have ever enjoyed Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> the end of this movie. I feel like you're doing a disservice. No, to I know. It's, I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to. But I'm, I'm, there's, no, there's no yelling for like five minutes. Okay. Yeah, no, but there is like there is like a tiered escalation, yeah. like <laughs> that. It goes. Yeah, it's exactly what you said. You get to a point, you're like, oh, we're now in the superhero part of this movie. Like we are full on Avengers movie right yeah. now. At, at one point, Beam stops a motorcycle charging at him by grabbing the front wheel and then uses the the motorcycle as a melee weapon before using it as an improvised thrown weapon. By the way, Captain America has done that, yes, right? Yes, like, yes. That's that's the level we're talking about. What was about. your description of these two characters? No, no, no. Yeah, no, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, Rama, yeah. Rama's essentially like running around like Hawkeye with a bow and arrow shooting fiery arrows at everything. Yes, well, he, he embodies, like, the, he embodies this, yeah, like the spirit of the inner warrior yeah. and like comes back as fire and then beam as water and then those thematic elements in oh, that fight scene. Throughout the yeah. entire movie. Yeah. The, oh. the, the fight scene at the party where, yep. where Rama has the two torches and beam has the hoses full yep. of water. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. In fact, when they introduce Rama's origin story they end up showing his r as being yes. on fire mm-hmm. and then beams, beams his water, is water. Yeah, yeah. and even the bridge sequence yes. involves fire and water, and water. Yep. like yep. it's yes. it's it's all over man i completely it's forgot a, about that really That's good film like <laughs> yeah. these the thematic elements oh. the story beats it, it's it's way more complicated than you think it is too yes. yeah yes. yeah it, i mean it is a i'm i was surprised at how complex the story was yep and, and how well it follow. Was, and how well it was told. Yeah. Yeah, and I agree with Jerry. Like, there is no point in this movie, and I think Bob said this too, there's no point in this movie where you are like, what's going on? Like, everything makes sense. The the director takes plenty of time to explain and unfold and all and you are you are just in this movie the whole time and it doesn't really feel like time moves. Like mm-hmm. it's like Bob said, like you get up at one point. We laughed a couple times, but we put it on pause. The first time was right after the bridge scene. And we're like, oh, man, there's still like two more movies yeah. left to go. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, it it's just it it's so it, it doesn't waste a thing. And all of it is all of it is just enjoyable. There is no slow like even the slow parts of the movie, slow parts, even the slow parts of the movie are totally entertaining. And there are two romances in this movie. Yes. That also the bromance. that also makes sense. And are engaging and intelligent and fun. Yeah. And and mm-hmm. and uh, are we talking about creative. are we talking about Beam and Rama and then uh, uh, no Sati no. and uh, and and uh, and Rama no. because 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 Jenny and Beam only sort of makes sense. Yeah, I think it made sense as soon as she showed up and started doing like okay, I could, she's a nice person. I could yeah she she is that's exactly it is that she's a nice person and you can see why he would fall for her. And why his actions appeal, appeal sure appeal yeah. to her as well. Like it, it, you don't. It's a little. It's a little weird. It's it's weird, but it, but, Every, but it's not unreal. It, it makes everybody sense. should have a wingman like like Rama. That's the only thing that saves it. Really, is yeah. Rama makes that make more sense. He he just he's a bro. Well, first of all, that there's a, lang- a bro, first of all, there's a language barrier. Yeah. Yeah. between between Beam uh, and Jenny. Yeah, yeah like they hilarious. they do not speak the same language, and, and Rama speaks both, mm-hmm. and so he he bridges it and purposely. He mistranslates oh, yeah. constantly, constantly to, to help, help his buddy out. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. The other thing about Jenny is that Jenny gives you the juxtaposition of this is a British woman mm-hmm. who's here in India, and she doesn't suck. 
Yes. She's not a horrible human being. No. She's not. Yeah. She's not actively oppressing anyone. Like she's like a, just a good person. Mm-hmm. You know, the best thing about her is when she tells Beam how to find Rama. Yes. Like that's her actively taking an interest in like fixing yeah. the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's, um, I don't know what else. I, she's a good character. Yeah. She's a solid character. Yeah. She's probably the only redeemable, um, English character. <laughs> yeah. She's the only in, redeemable the, white person in the whole movie. Exactly. Yes. Like that's, um, but like, I don't know. I, I, I gush about this movie. This movie gave me the same feels in three hours that Endgame did after Four 10 years. Or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I had this, I, and you guys know, because I left that night, got on the phone with Senda and was like chatterbox the whole way home. Like, Oh my, I'm, and I've already told Senda cause we're going on vacation. I'm like, Oh, you're watching RRR. Like you just like, you don't even know how exciting your life is going to be because you're going to watch RRR this weekend. I remember you wanting to cancel the Sunday game to watch it again. I'm like, it's a great movie. I don't think I can watch it twice in one weekend. I could have. I, I know you could have. Yeah, I could have. <laughs> I've watched it twice already. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. great. It's great. I'm, I, I'm going to watch it this weekend. So I'm not loading it on my iPad for the flight right. to, but I could last thing before we finish this. Yeah. Uh, get, Everyone, give it a, give it a rating, either a, a, a something out of ten or a, or a letter grade. Like it gets an A plus from me. It's it's, oh, it's pretty a, pretty perfect. It's an A plus in every in every facet. It, it promises a premise and delivers on the premise as high as you can. Ten out of ten. I think that it is a movie that filmmakers and storytellers should pay attention to because it hits everything properly. It's got pacing. It's got directing. It's got storytelling. It's got character growth. It's got romance. It's got platonic friendship. It's got romantic friendship and everything else. And when it decides to do something that expects the the viewers to suspend their disbelief and has established the fact that it's going to happen and has earned your trust that you're good with it. Bob? Yeah, absolutely. 10 out of 10. And in my opinion, if you are a film student or a person who is into telling stories, you watch this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's great. Yep. It's great. Game okay. masters pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's our, uh, that's our after show for the evening. Yes. Yeah. I hope you all had a great time. We had a great time talking about this movie. Absolutely. If you like this format for us talking about stuff, we'll do more of it. Uh, yeah. I had a great time talking about media guys. this way. Yeah. Give us a shout out in the comments on YouTube yep. and uh, we will talk to you later. Or on, you know, podcast land. Yep.